There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We continue to follow uh, the aftermath of the Bill Cosby guilty verdict that was handed down just about an hour ago, actually. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we will, as as our promise to you is that as we see people come forward to speak at a press conference outside of the court, we will carry those live. Yeah, right now the live coverage is literally watching his uh, vehicle go home. <laughs> I mean, it's just a little silly, but um, but it I do understand that this particular case, we have been talking about it uh, for years. We've been talking about the allegations against Bill Cosby for years. And again, as we talked a little bit about in the last segment, this is not a small development. It is the first time that a celebrity has been held accountable. And I shouldn't just say a celebrity, but a person in incredible power has been held accountable legally in a courtroom facing serious jail time as a result for uh, sexual assault uh, and behavior that by all accounts decades ago and in the up to and including the recent past uh, was considered perhaps awkward or in bad taste or unfortunate, but not necessarily a crime in a court of law. Isn't that, that to me is the part that kind of is, is um, jarring to me is that when you hear the stories of Bill Cosby and what he did to women, it's hard for me to believe that there ever was a time where you, where somebody would say, yeah, Bill Cosby, this is his move. He gives women these pills and then rapes them that, that people would go, Oh, that's weird and creepy. And then move on with their lives. Well, and I think it was very much, I mean, again, I, I, you know, we spent the majority of our lives living on the other side of this dynamic, uh, or this particular, um, paradigm that people knew there were people like Bill Cosby out there. And while they may share the information with one another, it was incumbent upon the people involved to avoid that behavior. Mm -hmm. It wasn't anybody willing to call out that person's behavior or hold them accountable in a way that robs them of their livelihood. I shouldn't Mm -hmm. say robs them, but holds them to account for their behavior, which would include taking away, you know, their livelihood and their ability to, you know, maintain that power. So like most people would just say, well, just, you know, those women should really have not even been in that place in the in the first place. Right. Like they should have right. just avoided like who goes, you know, if you've heard stories about Bill Cosby, what are you doing going to a hotel room with him? If he comes out naked and, you know, why aren't you running away? Why aren't you biting his? Remember one of the I think it was Don Lemon asked one of the mm-hmm. women who had accused Bill Cosby of sexual assault why she didn't just 
Uh, she, he said you accused Bill Cosby of forcing, uh, excuse me, oral sex mm-hmm. uh, on you or forcing you to participate in oral sex. Why didn't you just bite his uh, manhood? Like, again, the dynamic mm-hmm. up until this point has really just been all focused on the women and what they did to put themselves in that position, what they should be doing. And I will say, as I've been just sort of watching the visual of, uh, you know, him going home sides uh, uh, right next to the split screen of the press conference, a woman just came out and held up a four fingers. Yeah. So that so means four minutes. Probably. We very likely are four minutes or so away from a press conference that very likely could include. Uh, the plaintiff in this case, Andrea Constant. Yeah, I, I was I was reading through uh, uh, just a little bit of what was available of Janice Dickinson's testimony. She was probably one of the most high profile people who testified during this trial. Um, and just, you know, you see her, you know, now Janice Dickinson today is a little bit different than Janice Dickinson at her, you know, prime. But when she talks about her, how she was sort of courted by him, she was on a shoot um, and he, one of his people called and said, Mr. Cosby mentors people like you. He would like to sit down with you. We will offer you a, a flight and a wardrobe and lodging to come and visit with him. He really sees potential in you. And she talks about how, you know, she felt flattered by that. He flew her in. She thought she was going to get some help with her career. She was at dinner with him, excused herself from the uh, the dinner table uh, because she was having cramps. And when she came back, he said, I've got something for that. Here's your here's a pill. She took it. And then and then she talks about as clearly as a person could talk after they've been drugged. You know, about what she remembers having happened. And there was some talk uh, from one of the reporters about a a time when Andrea Constand testified and had some inconsistencies in her story. And it's one of those things where we really like put yourself in that position of realizing that this woman was able to piece together as much fact as she could of what was going on. But she had been drugged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she really sort of stands in the place of, you know, and we've talked about the 60 women, but presumably there are more for the 60 women that all came forward with their stories. There are probably untold women who either uh, are no longer with us Mm -hmm. or just didn't feel like they had the ability to come forward or frankly didn't know. Right. Didn't remember what happened. I'd just like to remind you, we're talking about a man who would drug women such that they uh, were were unconscious. Yeah. Um, and one woman in particular talked about, we mentioned yesterday, that she it took her four days to regain full consciousness because of the drugs that Bill Cosby had given mm-hmm. her. So this is, you know. Well, and even one of the things in her testimony that Andrea Constance said that I just read was he offered her these three pills. He said, these pills will be your friend. They'll take the edge off. And her response to him was, I trust you. I'll take them. And it. It just pulls into focus once again how how men like Bill Cosby, like Harvey Weinstein, like Kevin Spacey, like Matt Lauer had had the trust of the people that they victimized. Uh, and that was one of the things that allowed them to victimize women. Um, anyway, if you guys are just joining us, so what we're talking about, the result, um, the culmination of this case against Bill Cosby, three, uh, three counts of sexual assault found guilty. 
waiting for a press conference with uh, people involved directly in the case. Not Bill Cosby, though, because he's in an Escalade or uh, some sort of vehicle uh, on his way back home. I think now is the appropriate time to take uh, a break. And when we come back, hopefully this press conference will have started. We'll be able to take that live on My Talk 107.1. We are going to go straight to the press conference that's happening at the courthouse following the, uh, the culmination of the Bill Cosby trial where he was found guilty on three counts of sexual assault. We are going to hear the voice first of the prosecuting attorney and then uh, hopefully the first person we will hear from after that is the the victim herself, Andrea Constant. Trusting us through this process um, of prosecuting her attacker. And standing next to her there um, is Dolores Triani, um, who with B.B. Kivitz um, were the ones that were asking the questions in that deposition uh, that Judge Rebrano was referring to that got us to the point where we were able to reopen this case um, and seek justice. And standing with her through this whole process um, has been a lot of other courageous women um, who are willing to stand up and tell their stories about being drugged and sexually assaulted or raped. Um, Nineteen were willing to stand up with us in this prosecution, take the witness stand, um, and we are humbled by the courage all of them showed. Um, And we can't help but applaud and and celebrate the courage of of the five witnesses that had a chance to face Bill Cosby uh, in this case, um, to tell the jury, uh, to tell all of you, um, what he did to them. Um, so Heidi Thomas, Shalon Lasha, Janice Dickerson, Janice Baker Kinney, and Lise Lot Lublin. Um, we public here, here thank all of them. Um, I called each of them uh, after the verdict. Um, was not able to talk to all of them, but uh, they um, they know what they've done. Um, and they know what uh, their courage um, helped all of us do. Um, so supporting uh, all of these women um, have been the victim advocates, uh, the victims groups, the women's groups, the anti-rape groups, uh, and so many others. And, and each of these groups play such an important role in supporting these women and helping them to heal from the ordeal that they have been put through. Uh, those are the people we all owe a debt of gratitude to uh, today for their strength, for their resilience um, through this entire process, as well as every day, because they um, stand with us, um, they work with the victims, um, and they make a difference in their lives. Um, I'm very grateful to stand here before you with this this team, and, and again, it's not all of our team um, who worked to see that justice was done, but we had to overcome many legal hurdles that were thrown at us by various defense lawyers who have been on this case for the past 28 months. Um, and this time, from the lawyers of four different law firms, uh, and each step of the way, we fought uh, for the opportunity for the victims to be heard. The opportunity to get this case to a jury, uh, an opportunity to be uh, standing before all of you 
after her hearing the defendant had been convicted of three counts of aggravated indecent assault. Um, this team has been incredible. Um, I, I can't say enough about the prosecutors, the detectives, dedicated staff who, uh, despite everything that was thrown at uh, us, at them, um, stayed the course, eye on the ball, uh, and worked to get us here today. And I'm so incredibly proud of these talented people. Um, they're committed always to do the right thing for the right reasons. Um, and I'm going to have to start with... Uh, I think I, I heard him referred to recently as uh, was thunder and lightning. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Ryan here on my left, um, he heads our uh, family protection unit, um, and you know he, he's he's prosecuted a, a lot of cases, um, sexual assaults, rapes, um, and those have been drugged. In uh, sexual assault cases. Um, he's been with our office uh, six years um, and just is one of the best. Uh, you saw some of that talent uh, coming across uh, throughout this trial. And, um, and uh, I got uh, reports on, uh, on how I uh, looked as I was watching. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. And just so you know what we're listening to right now, we are listening to the prosecutor in the trial of Bill Cosby. He was found guilty on three counts of sexual assault. And we are listening live to the press conference. Uh, you work with kids, you work with young adults, uh, and you, you get to that point where uh, you, you put them out on the field or onto the court. And um, there's not much you can do at that point other than watch. And I could not have been more proud of, of what they did um, throughout this whole thing. And uh, some of the cross-examination that, uh, that you all got to see um, and some of the quick-witted remarks um, were, uh, were, uh, were something. Um, I think even caused the jurors to laugh. Uh, when testimony was being read or, um, or coming back on, on things and, and where they, um, they had the, uh, the ability here is closing. Um, and, and Kristen here. Um, so we wouldn't be here uh, if not for her. And I say that because when, when we came back uh, to look at this case. Um, Risa uh, Vetri Furman, and I should refer to it as Judge Furman now, um, asked Kristen and, and some of our team uh, to go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To Toronto uh, to meet with Andrea. And um, that was a difficult task. And um, when Kristen came back, she was... Uh, adamant, adamant about what we should do, uh, and um, and we moved forward, and it was the right thing to do, and uh, she has stuck through this um, the whole way, and she had an opportunity, uh, which was kind of a bad day for me. Um, Sure, absolutely, Lester. So, basically, the allegation started. It was uh, 2000. Okay, so what what you were just listening to was the prosecuting attorney in the uh, Bill Cosby trial uh, talking about about the experience of of being in court and uh, uh, with Andre. I, I we've been saying her name wrong. I've just learned the whole time. It's I guess it's Andrea Constand, uh, and that is. And so anyway, that the, 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 how they all worked together and what it was like to bring that, bring her back into the courtroom and face Bill Cosby. And one of the things, first of all, that I find really powerful, I don't know about you guys, but that you can hear in his voice, the emotion. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and that is something you don't typically see, but is so kind of, it, it shows the gravity of this experience for for them. Well, and that it's, you know, a team that put all this work together. It wasn't, you know, just one person. Um, and presumably at some point, Andrea is going to speak. So hopefully we'll be able to bring that to you. Um, she's not right now. He's, you know, continuing to go through the litany of thanks and explaining how this all came to fruition. So. And, and to our knowledge, she will be the first one who will, who will speak when he is finished um, speaking. And, uh, you know, again, you hearing him talk about the fact that there were 19 women, uh, 19 of the accusers who were willing to sit in the courtroom and take the stand as witnesses against Bill Cosby, as he sat there looking at them uh, and that they were allowed to have, they were able to have five of those women um, do just that. It's, it's nothing short of amazing and we'll continue to follow the story and hopefully bring you Andrea Constand after this uh, in, in the press conference on my talk one Oh seven one. attention to uh the goings on after the close of the bill cosby trial on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment and this if anything uh you know is falls directly into that category of news related to entertainment when we talk about one of our um entertainment's 
or our entertainers that we grew up with, Bill Cosby, has now been convicted of sexual assault. Um, he's facing the possibility of spending the rest of his life in jail to answer for these charges. Yeah, and uh, we've been watching, you know, sort of a split screen of uh, Bill Cosby going back to his house. He's now in his house. You'll be happy to know. I don't know why we needed to see that, but anyway. Um, and then they uh, have gone back to the um, district attorney or the prosecuting attorney in this case, who's continued to make remarks about how this case came uh, to fruition. And hopefully we'll be able to hear from Andrea uh, Constand at some point, because of course, and Holly, you just pointed this out in the break that she's been under a gag order. So to hear from her would really um, be, a, a, you know, the first opportunity for many people to hear directly from her. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will say, as I was watching, I, you know, like you said, Bradley, like we needed to see him arrive at home. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I didn't see him when he got into the car um, but I will say when they brought him to the house and they we were looking at an aerial shot, you saw Bill Cosby get out of the back of the car that carried him home. He clearly has difficulty walking, um, which we've known for some time, but was looking for support of the people around him, physical support, shook somebody's hand and they walked him into the house and left him. And then we saw one of his lawyers in a very long and uncomfortable embrace, at least from our perspective, <laughs> um, a very long hug. And then that was sort of the end of it. And now we're back to uh, the press conference. And as Bradley said, hoping that we will get the opportunity to hear from Andrea Constand. Uh, and no doubt, you know, in the sort of days to come and the hours to come, there's going to continue to be developments. We'll learn more about what happened in the courtroom in those last moments or as the verdict was announced. And we've already begun to talk a little bit about that. Um, and then we'll continue to see, uh, people react and, um, you know, presumably you'll see the people that um, are happy, of course, as they should be, that the victims had their days heard. But I guarantee you're going to hear some people that have, uh, uh, to put it plainly, uh, awkward opinions mm-hmm. about this. Like, I just am waiting I'm reading for them right it. now on Twitter. Oh, I mean, not celebrities. Oh. I'm just reading like the common lay person's awkward opinions about this. Yeah. Uh, you know, people saying... I ju- I don't believe he did it. You know we okay. should. Okay, <laughs> I don't know how that goes. Yeah, I know. Good uh, good good luck to you. Yes. I mean, people. There's always you know there are always idiots in the world. Um, mm-hmm. it looks like I don't know who that lady is. We're on a a little bit of a delay. There's yeah. two screens I'm looking at, so somebody else has taken the stand. But um, I was going to say as we're waiting to find out. Um, or hear from the people involved in this case. We should also say that another story that we've been paying attention to, I'm assuming you've seen this story as well, that in Superior there was... um, An oil refinery explosion. Explosion, Mm -hmm. and people have been evacuated, um, and a number of people were injured. So that's a story that you can uh, certainly keep on KSTP Eyewitness News for... Uh, all the latest. I know they've been mm-hmm. tweeting about that as I've been sort of watching the development on the Cosby show or the Cosby show. Well, well it kind of is the Cosby show. Uh, this particular story come in. Okay. Quick uh, moment of levity. Is Kanye West tweeting about the I Cosby? I mean, that would just be like perfect. I, like full circle, it, right? right? Kanye, I just am curious because you? you've been on the uh, Kanye Twitter. Uh, oh, here. Okay. Oh, no, wait, maybe not. Sorry. I get excited every time I see Andrea Constand move just a little bit closer to the podium uh, during this press conference following the trial because I, I'm wanting to hear from her. It appears as though 
the prosecutor is taking questions right now from the members of the media who are present for the press conference. Uh, Kanye's last tweet was an hour ago. We are more worried about what we can lose than what we feel. Uh, Kanye also said, it's really cool to say I hate you. It's not cool to say I love you. Love has a stigma. Instead Um, of doing what you feel, you just do what other people think you should do. I love how Kanye just thinks he's being really smart mm -hmm. and like cryptic. He's just putting words together. It's like, no, you're just telling us that you've got some insecurities and you're really bugged about the fact that you haven't gotten the approval from the people around you that you think you deserve. Uh, who does that sound like? A lot of people. Mm-hmm. There are so many, you know, our our culture is awash right now with people who uh, essentially have too much power. <laughs> I mean, it is sort of the theme of, of 2017 and 2018, yeah. right? Is that not the case? Mm-hmm. Um, again, sort of speaking with a little levity around the fact that we are um, currently following the story of what has happened in the Bill Cosby trial. He's been found guilty on three counts of sexual assault. Um, there is no sentencing set yet, correct? And when do we typically hear that? I think that Kevin Steele, who's speaking in this press conference, uh, he's the Montgomery County District Attorney. He said that there's going to, I might be speaking out of school, but I think I caught that there's like a 60 to 90 day window when that's going to be happening. Okay. So it's so it'll be, be a while. It will be a while. And there's a little bit of a confusion because I've heard multiple, uh, or I, I've heard differing um Realities. One saying that, you know, um, each of those counts could carry a 10 year sentence and those could be served concurrently or that it could be combined into one sentence and that would be one five to 10 year term. So we don't know exactly mm-hmm. um, how much uh, jail time Bill Cosby is facing. And uh, we don't know if, um, you know, I-, I would imagine that there are going to be appeals and, you know, he was released uh, on his own recognizance pending this. Um, sentencing Mm -hmm. so because you can't be released on somebody else's recognizance right sorry levity sorry (laughs) good one it's just been a heavy hour uh would you like a jello pudding pop no no okay yeah no thank you uh anyway so my point was um i you know he's 80 years old he is perhaps not in the best of shape we have no idea when he will uh, begin serving whatever sentence he is given. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it, it. I think it, you know, it's, it's so fascinating, right? So like many of these particular um, accusations, uh, or I should say a lot of the things that he's accused of doing occurred decades ago, right? Mm-hmm. So this particular case, not so much, but uh, a lot of the cases decades ago. And he is finally being held to account at the end of his life. Yeah. I mean, truly, he's 80 years old. You know, we hope all people have as long life as they're supposed to have, mm-hmm. what have you. Um, but there is something just very fascinating in this case about him being held to account at the twilight, at the end, um, and not, you know, in the moment. I, You know, it's funny that you should say that because I've been sort of, I don't even really have a... a, a perfect thought sort of formed around this but i was thinking about the fact that you know there 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 could have been a scenario where he could have passed from this world and this never would have been brought to light oh sure and we would be talking you know it would have had a whole different storyline and now um and now 
you know, he's being held accountable for these acts that, as you said, he committed likely decades ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, just look at the cover of the New York magazine, Cosby, the women. It's got 50 women there um, all, you know, having accused him of sexual predation in some form or fashion and again, spanning oh, yeah. decades. And that's the part that, again, I, I know I've already said this. I sound like a broken record, but I, I just to drive the point home that not everybody does come forward when when you're talking about those 50 women. There are countless others, no doubt, that just have not come forward for whatever reason. Um, And that just blows my mind. Now, I do want to read uh, from a CBS News correspondent. It looks like Andrea Constant is not going to speak, but her attorney spoke on her behalf saying justice was delayed but not denied. Uh, Okay, awesome. You know, I listen, she will... There will be a moment where we will hear more from her, no doubt, Um, whether it be in a book or in an interview or, you know, who knows. Um, But today, you know, I I think we all look to her as kind of a what's the word like an example of coming forward, saying your truth and and continuing to to say your truth even when she wasn't listened to because there were many occasions um where she wasn't being listened to or believed and she she kept going and as a result other people felt that they could come forward and share their truth and and now Bill Cosby will be held accountable for his actions when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show who knows? Who knows? It's been Donnie one of those will join days. Us. We'll wrap things we'll up. We'll talk pay to attention Donnie. to any more developments in the Cosby case. Yes. And I'm going to find a cracker. Bradley will be eating a cracker after this all day. on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Wow. We had a different show than we had planned. Yeah. Thanks to Bill Cosby. Yeah. So uh, what time was that, that that we received the news that Bill Cosby was just at the end of the first hour? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that we were in the middle yeah. of a whole different topic and Holly broke in and said breaking news. Oh, yeah. I think we you'd like to know this. We were talking about goopers. 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 Yep. And then there was just really no good way to get back to that conversation. And also, truly, this is... Huge, huge news for a number of reasons. Bill Cosby uh, convicted of three charges of sexual assault. Um, And that, I mean, again, Bill, if you would have told, what, 1988 us that this would happen to Bill Cosby, that would have been really difficult to believe. And so that's one of the reasons why this is such huge news. Bill Cosby... You know, I don't know that um, young people today who didn't grow up on the Cosby show really have a a true appreciation or can have a true appreciation for the position that he held in America, um, sort of as everybody's dad. Right. Um, So this is big news on that front, but also because of its proximity to the Me Too movement and how the Me Too movement maybe helped. Well, he is really the first person, the first celebrity of this stature who's been accused of sexual assault and a variety of other things that's been held to account in a court of law, not just the court of public opinion. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people have lost jobs, gigs, what what have you, um, reputations. But that really doesn't mean much because those things can all be gotten back when you've been held in, uh, you know, uh, held 
to account in a court of law that has real repercussions. And in this case, Bill Cosby is now facing, you know, anywhere from 10 to 30 years, depending on how we uh, figure that they're going to sentence him. Yeah. So that's that's uh, meaningful for a number of reasons. Absolutely. Um, We are going to we're going to check in with Donnie when he comes in. But, you know, I'm curious about his perspective on this. He's old. Well, no, because he's older than we are. And because of. Okay, don't that's not what I was going to say, but what I was going to say is he may have been aware in a different way than we were about some of the rumors around Bill Cosby at earlier in his career. When some of these rumors would every once in a while pop up, you and I probably would have been younger and not paying attention or cared or, you know, but you know, Donnie working in the entertainment industry in the way that he was and maybe there were because by all accounts, the, this was, as Holly said, an open secret for so many years in Hollywood. Um, and again, the only thing that changed in this case is not, um, not, uh, nothing really changed in the sense that people knew something different. What changed was people's reaction to the mm-hmm. things that they always knew. And that's, I think, how uh, this particular case is set apart from or different from um you know, anything up to this point, meaning that um, people just again, we talked a little bit about this earlier. People put the onus on the woman. Mm-hmm. People really held the women accountable or they said to the women, you know, you're lying or they said to the women, you shouldn't be there. Or they said to the women, um, you know, why would you want to destroy a man's career? Mm-hmm. I mean, these were all of the things. And up until very recently, I think that was sort of the, you know, um, that was par for the course. That's how we all sort of approach these things. I mean, I, I, I'm sure, depending on uh, the particular story, before, you know, the 50 women came forward to accuse Bill Cosby, um, I uh, have, you know, thought like, oh, you don't want to rush to judgment. You don't want to, you know, this is a man's career. But I think the Me Too movement, and the way that people have decided to look differently on cases like this has really allowed us to see things through a different lens. And frankly, I know a lot of people are freaked out about it. Like, oh, my God, it's so scary. It's Those are usually men. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's pretty refreshing. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, I, and I'll and i say, and Donnie's here. Welcome, Donnie, to the Hello. show. Um, we're, of course, talking about Bill Cosby. Yes. Um, I, you know, I was thinking about very early on before... I, I can't even remember in the timeline of events, but but it was after Hannibal Burris made that joke and kind of put it back out there. Um, these stories about Bill Cosby somewhere between then and learning about Andrea Constant and, and who she was. And, and, you know, somewhere in there when we would talk about Bill Cosby and we knew that there were some accusers, people would we would get scores of emails. I'm telling you from people saying you don't do this. Don't rush to judgment. You don't know that this is true. Wait until it's been adjudicated in a court of law, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's interesting because those voices are all very quiet, um, you know, in the wake again of the, the me too movement and here and understanding a little bit better. When you hear these stories from women that taking a step back and hearing that story is is the the way to go about things? Yeah, um, I, I was going to ask Donnie. You know, Colleen Donnie uh, remarked that you've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. What's your sense of Bill Cosby? You know, we have a very distinct uh, relationship with Bill Cosby in oh, terms of yeah, pop culture sure. because of the Cosby yeah. Show, mostly. Well, for maybe me, a little bit of, even before that. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. Yeah. So, what's your perspective on uh, on Bill Cosby and the momentous nature of? 
you know, a career like his being. Well, know. it's easy to say. I don't want if I say it's a shame, I don't want to make it sound like I'm being soft on Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not because the man certainly was a tremendous talent. There's, there's no doubt about that. But you can't let that overshadow his actions and what he did to all these women. It doesn't matter how successful he was. It doesn't matter how popular he was. It doesn't matter that he was TV's dad. It, none of that matters. Mm-hmm. Not to these women. Yeah, absolutely. They, they couldn't care less about that. It certainly doesn't matter. And I think, though, I think there is a place for, and perhaps it's not at this moment, because this moment is to perhaps celebrate other things, but I think there is a place to, to mourn the loss of uh, that yeah. part of our pop culture. Oh, yes, and, I would agree with that. And really the loss of, you know the other people that were affected, not just the the victims themselves, but you know, the people around Bill Cosby. And I mean, you got to think about his wife. Oh yeah. yeah. Because yeah, she was, in what kind of yesterday. deal with the devil has she had to make yeah. to right. live the life that she's living? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And right. he's, you know, he's had his own tragedies. He's lost two children. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. It's just, uh, it's just a shame because, you know, we had, we held this person in such high regard. Right. Especially during the years of the Cosby show on NBC. Well, and, and you know, Bradley made a, a point previously about the fact that the fact that we held him in such high regard in some ways helped enable the behavior uh, that allowed him to commit these crimes. Yeah. And that that is, you know, that, that perhaps part of the lesson is also on how we how we treat celebrity in that in that way. I really do hope that at some point we say people, on the entertainment station. <laughs> yeah, well, I do hope that at some point we do sort of stop allowing people who are in tremendous positions of power due to their own success, you know, the privilege to treat people in ways that you wouldn't allow anybody else. Right? right? Like maybe yes. that's a lesson we can learn. No, it's it's exactly right. It's it's the the hubris is a good word to describe people mm-hmm. like Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey and you know the Matt list goes. Lauer. Yeah, mm-hmm. Matt Lauer and the, Charlie Rose and the mm-hmm. list goes on and on. You're Garrison right, Brad. They, mm-hmm. uh, they reach a certain point where they just think the rules don't apply to me. Right. And frankly, a lot of people around them enable that behavior. Exactly. So I think do. that that is, I mean, I, again, and I don't want to you know place all the blame on the people around these people but you do need to turn an eye to that because when you think about specifically in the case of uh harvey weinstein in ways that we are more aware of but also in the case of bill cosby there had to have been people that were on his team that were on his payroll who were covering for this behavior well do you remember what i used to always say like, um, I mean, I remember everything you've ever said. I do, which is why mm-hmm. I'm asking uh-huh. you. But th- there was something I used to always point to, which is I guarantee you this is not because when these allegations came forward and saw the light of day to the oh, extent sure. that they did, we were like, I mean, they were just so shocking, mm-hmm. like Bill Cosby drugging, raping women, sending them off. Like, I mean, just now it seems uh, yeah. like, of course, that's what it did. We take it for granted. We make jokes about it. But it was really shocking. And at the time, I remember saying very distinctly, like, this is not just about Bill Cosby, because for every time Bill Cosby, you know, was alone with a woman, there were there was a cab driver. Yeah, there was an assistant. Mm-hmm. There were people around him that were enabling him to continue that behavior or cover up for him. Absolutely. Uh, so, again, another part of the conversation that we will continue to have. And I, I imagine Lori and Julia will touch on this as well. Yes, absolutely. On the uh, on my talk, one of seven. We'll be back tomorrow. Yep. Whoops. Way Sorry to take that. us out. Whoops.